Recollect is a Patreon-only podcast. If you would like to hear more episodes of Recollect, please subscribe to us at patreon.com slash recollect. Tiffany and Tom also host another podcast called If Bears Repeating for free wherever you normally find podcasts. Enjoy the episode, and if you do like it, please consider subscribing to our Patreon. Thank you. To rec- like welcome what? back to recollect <laughs> hi i was really tired of men this week so we are talking about the 200 greatest songs by 21st century women's list by npr love this so i had to really sketchily send tiffany this list that i like clearly had put into an excel document and i sent her the right get down i anyway Real tired of men, real tired of my dog. Very tired of my dog. This list came out in 2018, so I wasn't sure if I should like pull fun facts for 2018 because it wasn't really that long ago because we actually knew each other in 2018 wow, by then. So that would be like the first time overlapping. I would have just started at Dollar Energy Fund. Like I would have just started that office job because that like I got that job at the beginning of July and you were still wow. working for Nintendo and had hair. I did. A lot of things. Not for long, but I did because <laughs> I hadn't cut it yet. But I hey, massacred have... my eyebrows this year. That's fun. Yeah, I love an eyebrow journey because they're yeah. the, the because you never are right. I mean, I think we've all decided. I think esthetic. I think people in Cosmo and estheticians were like, we're never gonna like fuss with people's eyebrows again because like we learned from the '90s and '80s that when you grow up to be an adult, that you just don't have eyebrows anymore. Mm-hmm. So like we're I'm really lucky they came back because that was pretty late in the game. I was like turning 30 and I happen to fuck them up. And we're like hesitant. Mm-hmm. Like but eyebrow trends will come and people I will just we're not going to touch them. Again, tired of men. Men, are, men should be dead. Men are better dead. I'm really pleased at how great my taste is based on the HMs. I'm like, wow, I really liked so many of these. Like, wow, uh, the taste jumps out. Yeah, there there was a lot to choose from in these HMs. I sent it to Tiffany and she That was, means honorable mentions. Oh, We're yeah. talking as though everyone well, is in on it when that is strictly terminology we use between you and I. Yeah, honorable <laughs> mentions. I mean, catch up. It's not hard. Yeah. It's not like we call like, them what like... What else is it going to be? It's like, <laughs> do you have your squigglies for this week? As if like that's like a thing we have. No. Horny mattresses. Okay, so I just wanted to do a list that was going to make me feel good. And I will tell you, there is one late, like one song we've already covered, so we just won't talk about it much. It doesn't matter. But I also happen. think we could extend our honorable mentions this week very easily, very easily, because it was a lot. But what I liked about this list is like these are some of these songs are songs that we'll never get to cover on a regular episode. And I love female artists, so I was like, this is just gonna be. We're just gonna do it, hit after hit, and also the genres that we will cover even in this top ten are like. You know, Amazed. we're going to we're going to hit we're going to take a lot of boxes. I'm so excited. Are you ready for number 10 I'm of the tw- ready. 21st greatest? I don't know. The list is long. I've been ever since I picked this list, I've been listening to this next song nonstop. I was already familiar with it before I hit this list. But this like 
really tickled me. Mm. Do you know this? Not off the top of my head. You're kidding. My mind is so blown. You don't know this song? I don't think. Oh my god. Sucking all my titties like you wanted me. Calling me all the time like Blondie. Check out my Chrissy behind. It's fine all of the time. Like sex on the features. What else is in the teachers of peaches? Huh, what? I'm guessing this is peaches. Yeah. Yeah, I never got there. Sucking on my titties like you wanted me. Calling me all the time like Blondie. Check out my Chrissy behind. It's fine all the time. What else is in the teachers of peaches? Like sex on the beaches. Huh, what? Huh. This is your part. Right. Okay, I'm gonna pause it even though like you're not gonna get to the namesake of the song because it's like the very last part of the song. This is Fuck the Pain Away by Peaches. Wow. Shame on me. I, I'm so surprised. This is like queer culture number 101 is well, Peaches I've Fuck the Pain Away. Barely got into it. Truly. You went. Still relatively new for me in some aspects. So this is from her second studio album, The Teaches of Peaches. And this was her breakthrough song and remains to be her signature song to this day. The song was never recorded in a studio. It is a live recording of the first time this ever was performed is what you're hearing. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which is very cool. Complex named it one of the seventh. Uh, sorry. Complex named it as the seventh greatest slut wave song of all time. Love that. And Tom York cited this song as an inspiration for the Radiohead song 15 Step, which I loved. There, all of these songs were like, other artists were like, can I have? Can I can use, I use this? Yeah. So unless if it was really old, much older queer culture, aka culture that Josie was privy to or mm. something I saw on TV, yeah, I this was is not early, in touch with it. Early aughts. Yeah. We're talking no, early aughts. No, definitely aughts. not at that time. Uh so Peaches explained that this song's origin story came while getting over a breakup in Toronto, starting life over again, working at a daycare. Oh, wow. Inspired by <laughs> Daft Punk, R.I.P., hip hop and rock. I was super conscious of not being therapeutic. Um, wow. The sentence is loud. I copy and pasted this. So I, I run into yeah. that often. <laughs> I was super conscious of not being therapeutic. That was victimizing or self-loathing. I wanted to use it as empowerment, as a fuck you. A fuck you to myself. You can lift yourself in a cool way because it was like after our breakup. So this was like her kind of coming for her own. Suck gig. it up. Yeah. yeah. I'm always going to bop this song. Because oh, I fully bop this song. I you I can't wait for you to listen to I'm it. I'm gonna a all lot. The time. Yeah, it's so good <laughs> because the end is just like fuck the pain away. Fuck the pain away. Fuck the pain away. And it's just that snare just keeps going. Just, oh, I love that. That's so good. I'm curious how you're going to feel about number nine. Oh, I'm curious. I know you'll have heard this song because it did. It makes its rounds in regular culture. Okay. But also very queer, but also not too queer where it wouldn't have made. Right, rounds. right, 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 right. Here we go. Number nine. Okay. Oh, I love this song. I was obsessed with this song. Only 
There's a lot to talk about this song. All of these lands across my face Tell you the story story by brandy carlisle wow that you really fu- went somewhere. you fucked up everything you stupid dog now it's echoing i'm so mad we can stop in a second if you want okay it was written by phil hansroth carlisle did not write this song at all no hand in writing the song i'm so shocked but it is single-handedly produced by brandy carlisle so she made the choices this is from her 2007 album of the same name and the song was featured in Grey's Anatomy, which kind of like catapulted it to success. Ah. The song was later covered by Leanne Rimes and Dolly Parton, separate versions, but both of them did cover it. The song was iTunes Download of the Week in March 2007, and I remember the downloads of the week because they were free, so you could just snag them. I could not imagine. And this song peaked at 75 on the Billboard Hot 100. The Dolly version appears on the cover version of the story. So Brandy did like a whole thing where she did picked people to cover songs from her first album. So she's not on them. She just is like. Dolly was the only person that Brandy wanted to cover it for the album. So she sent a letter to Parton asking her to do it and suggested that she could even drop it a key so it would be easier for her to sing. Brandy later said it was the stupidest thing I think I've ever put down in writing. Oh, my God. (laughs) Parton enthusiastically accepted the offer to record the song. And in her handwritten response to Brandy, she said, honey, do me a favor. Don't drop the key. I think I can handle it. Of the final version, Brandy said, every gratuitous and show-offy note that I hit in that song, Dolly hits it initially and then takes it higher. She just completely takes me to school. You want to hear a little bit? Yeah, of the I really one? do. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh... It's truly something. All of these lines across my face Tell you the story of who 
so satisfying it's so good the phrasing is what makes it outside of it simply being dolly singing it yeah it's so good i fixed this echo situation one day i'll figure out how this program works okay uh i'm gonna bop oh i bop are you kidding me of course i bop excuse me yeah, that's that song hearing first of all, listening to Dolly sing it is so great because it's like a woman who has spent some time on the earth. Uh-huh. Which really makes it feel lived in. Special. And Brandy's version is so powerful, but it's so not powerful. not being sung by a woman who at the time has lived as much life as Dolly, correct? Yeah. Okay. I can't even remember where I found that song, but I've held it dear to my person for many years i feel like that's a vh1 song oh 100 like i 100 saw it on VH1. and then when she does the last it's of course really good she's such a talented i'm individual. very excited for you to i already know for a fact that you are oh i keep on falling <laughs> This is my, if there's a gun to my head song, I think this would have to be it. I think I've potentially listened to this more times than I've ever listened to any song in my life. Pretty sure. Like, this is it. If you downloaded me into a hard drive and you could see most frequently played. Wouldn't that be one of those things that's nice to know? I would love to know. Stop it. Oh, just the best. This is Fallen by Alicia Keys, in case you aren't oh in God. the know. This is the debut single from, and lead single from Songs in A Minor. This is the Alicia Keys song. This that put is Alicia it. Keys on Broke the map. Broke it wide open. 
Written and produced by Alicia Keys and peaked at number one in that Hot 100 for many, many weeks. This is named the 29th most successful song of the 2000s on the Billboard Hot 100 Songs of the Decade. This song won Grammy Awards for Song of the Year, Best R&B Song, and Best Female R&B Vocal Bless. Performance, and was also nominated for Record of the Year. When Keys was asked about the song and the background of it, she said, I wanted to write a song for someone who is 10 or 12 years old, like a young Michael Jackson. Even though he was young, he was singing some deep stuff back then. The song is about the ins and outs of a relationship. Sometimes you're completely head over heels in love with someone, and sometimes you can't stand the person. You fall in and out. Sometimes goes back and forth, and that's just what relationships are about. We are falling in and out of love with Riot. Well, we are out of love with Riot right now. It's about to get evacuated from the <laughs> island. We're going to vote her off. Robert Hilburn of the LA Times said, and I quoted this just because uh, what he said was funny to me. This song has the neo-soul vitality of Macy Gray. Oh. Which is like, sign of the times. That's a choice. (laughs) Sign of the times. This is not the first time we'll talk about Macy Gray. Oh, boy. But she's not. It's not her song, but we're going to talk about her. Interesting. Um, This is so Alicia performed the song on Oprah. And that's when it got really big, of course. And this was one of three songs Simon Cowell banned from being performed on American Idol. Candle in the Wind and I Will Always Love You being the other two songs. Uh, Fair. Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, I would never pick to sing Candle in the Wind. I hate that song. No. I mean, I understand I Will Always Love You because everyone thought they were going to do that. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't blame I mean, I would get sick of going, people going, uh, uh. Uh, you have to cut it before uh, then, because that is not a journey yeah. anyone, a soloist, needs to take. Bops all around? Of course. I figured, but I got really excited that this one was in here. <sighs> so good. So, unfortunately, the next song, I do not have a lot of info for, but I'm happy that we get to hear it. Did I say number seven? I don't know if you'll be familiar with this song. You maybe. One hundred days. Oh, this is Sharon Jones. Yeah. And the Dap King. I have listened to some Sharon Jones in my time. I like. I have a couple songs by them. But it's so good. Every you can't go wrong. You're gonna have a good time. Always. Just R.I.P. Miss Sharon Jones. I know. I cried when I found that out. So sad. Now I don't know that this would be the song that I would choose from them, but I'm happy that we got. Like, when else are we gonna get to talk about Sharon Jones and the Dead Kings? Exactly. I don't really know that the song has like a true callback chorus moment. That's so satisfying. Her voice is so stunning. Her voice is incredible. 
So this is 100 Days, 100 Nights by Sharon Jones and the Damn Kings. This song was recorded entirely on an analog system. Oh, I love that. And all of the singles from this particular album were released on 45s. And the album was obviously pressed on vinyl to make it feel like more legit. The music video was recorded with equipment from the 50s to make it look like a segment from a talk show, like a performance segment from a talk show, like, you know, where they pan over. And yeah, then, like, that's so fun. The band's just there. Um, and I know that the song was written and produced by Bosco Mann. That's like all I could find on the song. But There's I'm- one specific Sharon Jones album that I spent a lot of time with, but of course I can't remember what it is. I listened. Sharon Jones came up a lot when I worked at the exchange. That's fair. Surprisingly, they are indie darlings. Like bands that I mean, magazines that talk about indie music. Whenever um, they were still making music, whenever she was still alive, they would always end up on year end mm-hmm. lists. They were they are well loved by like the music industry, like the critic. Like they're always critically acclaimed. Definitely. I, even though I'm not super familiar, I'm gonna bop it because oh, out of always respect. A bop. We stand. Number we six, have no choice. Number six is a song we've already talked about, which is I'm thankfully the only one <laughs> we've already talked about because I got nervous once I picked this because I, I knew I wanted to do it, but I didn't look at the top 10. Like I just knew I wanted to do this list. But this is number six. I've never seen a diamond in We talked about this a week. You did. Yeah, we did. You picked it specifically because of the song. And this just re- reinforces the cultural significance oh. of this song. Absolutely. In the I will argue that I think every song that comes after this is like all of the songs have had like a major cultural significance in your lifetime. Oh, yeah. We're driving Cadillacs in our dreams. But everybody's like Crystal It's so funny when this song came out, I didn't know what most of the things she was referencing were. I had to be told what Crystal was. I only knew from listening to rap music for what it's worth. song is still very satisfying it is it, i mean i'm not going to repeat what i've already said about it because you can go listen to the other episode we talked about true it. i'll bop again oh, of course i bop okay the next have song. we stopped anything no because we're talking about amazing women because <laughs> i was like we're gonna go through this list and it's all gonna be up for grab up in the air <laughs> like we you you may stop the last song and that would be the only one I could see you Ooh. potentially stopping. Okay. But I also don't know about like the next group, but like the next group would definitely have been an exchange darling at the time. So are you ready for a number six? Oh, I'm ready. Or number five. Sorry. We're number five. Oh, I'm ready. I'm so excited because I don't think we were ever going to talk about this band. Or today. Rilo Kylie? No. Okay. I took a swing. You did. It's I don't think you're 
once you hear the voice, you'll feel far off. But like based on this. Twenty-two years old. This is Alabama Shakes. You're not familiar with Alabama Shakes? Oh, they're so Never good. Never touched down. Come on, Brittany. You got to come on home. You got to hold on. I thought the Alabama Shakes were like yucky dudes. No. <laughs> no. I've always avoided them. I'm I'm excited for you because all of their music is very very good. <laughs> I literally never heard this before in my life. You've never heard this no. song. Wow, I'm so excited. I, I would have take- listened to this in that era that you identified though yeah. heavily. Come on, Brittany. I just love that she's talking about herself. Come on, Brittany. Okay, so this is Hold On by Alabama Shakes, which I, I am kind of genuinely surprised that you've like never not once touched down on them. Mm-mm. So uh, this song was released on February 5th, 2012 in the UK as the lead single from their album Boys and Girls. And also they released their EP only in the UK, but they are American. But I think that their record company knew that they were going to sell better there. So they just I started could, them I there. I can imagine why. So... Um, the lyrics are like pretty weird in the song. And when asked about the lyrics of the song, uh, this is what Brittany had to say. What, so what happened is one night before playing a set at the Brick and Decatur, Howard. Oh, Howard instructed the musicians to play this song's groove at some point in the evening. We talked about playing it that night and I told them just start playing it and I'll make up words on the spot. She said, that's where the song comes from. It was a good night for dancing. They started playing it and I just came up with some words, whatever was on my mind. And that came in, that came out. It's not necessarily that I didn't think I was going to make it to 22. She explained. It's just like, you know, when you're younger and you can't imagine yourself ever being grown. I didn't like my job and I didn't like where I was living Uh-oh. and I didn't like <laughs> the way my world was. You're holding on. But at the same time, you're tired of waiting for things to get better. Why have you always got to want something better? Swear. I only just recently like. Since knowing you, I've been able to envision myself older. We because we often have talked about yeah. not being able to envision ourselves as like an wow. old. Wow! But I'm gonna fully bop this. Because, oh, I uh, bop this. You should spend some time with at least boys and girls. It's very good. I would definitely feel this one out. Give it a spin. Now this one's along the same veins of what we just listened to. Okay. Based on what I just said, do you have any guesses on who the artist might be? Not, not yet. Okay. When I play the song, you'll be like, oh, yeah, they are kind of along the same vein. Oh. <laughs> Man. R.I.P. to this woman. R.I.P. Did I listen to a lot of fucking Ooh, Amy Winehouse? I, my brother was the one who actually introduced me to Amy Winehouse. Get on without my guy. You 
know who I think showed me this? Carrie. Really? That's so cool. Yeah. She has impeccable taste. Art. I don't remember how Art found out about her, but she was definitely a VH1 darling. Yeah, and not I think an I, she started darling. popping up yeah. there, but first Carrie was like, yeah. you should listen to this. It's... <laughs> it is, like, not a good sign when someone's like, Amy Winehouse is for you, because you're uh-huh. like, oh, what do you think? <laughs> what do you think my life is like? We only said goodbye I'm gonna pause. Oh, you should. So, what was very jarring is like, Ryan, get. I think she realizes that it's I'm not bad. fucking around with her anymore. It's a bad time for Riot um, in these moments. When I was reading the Wikipedia, the Wikipedia was like, Black is very much likely heroin. That's oh. probably what she's talking oh about. My. I was like, oh, not not depression. Fuck. That's because that's what I thought. And you just made it kind of darker. I like I had like a, a, like a, a turn of phrase. Yeah. Like. Yeah. So this is. The, oh, boy. <laughs> the, that sure does change things. This is the third single off of it. Off the album with the same name. Her second um, album. Back to Black. Written by Amy Winehouse and Mark Ronson and produced by Mark Ronson, which is so baffling because Mark Ronson's like production he usually does is so not this. Mm hmm. So uh, this was inspired by Amy Winehouse's relationship with Blake Fielder Civil. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Was Amy covered hotly by Perez Hilton? I don't know anything about that man. Not Perez Hilton. But- I mean, he was not Blake. Blake was not a good a good guy for no. Amy at the time with where he was also in his struggles. It was very much a, a very toxic situation but of course it like almost made it worse Mm -hmm. because she like loved him so fiercely uh so scott walker who was a a critic i don't know if he's still a critic but at the time i don't remember what i didn't write down what magazine what publication he worked for uh, called it a tortured monster of a track Amy displaying the sort of vocal depth that Mark Almond had always dreamed of. I don't know who that man is either. From Almond, the Almond Brothers, maybe. But truly, like calling it a tortured monster of a track is it really so... is. It's fucking deep. It is, and the music video for this is, yeah, Amy Winehouse. What a talent! Tr- and she was so uh, incredibly hard on herself. Like watching her when the. But there's a there's whenever she won the Grammy, I don't know which Grammy she won, but they she wasn't there live, but she had performed. So they like cut to her and just like watching her just she just looks bewildered Fall apart. Mm-hmm. But her band is like losing their mind. It's like one of those things where like world, the world stopped for Amy Winehouse and Amy Winehouse alone. And like I just imagine like everything just slow motioning around her. Yeah, it's beautiful. So this was covered by Andre 3000 and Beyonce for The Great Gatsby. It is 
a bananas cover. And I'm not like I'm I'm all for like people covering. Oh, music. I love covers. Yeah, but that one was but like that feels. And it was also Beyonce pre the digital drop because I had to like triple check that because it doesn't sound like Beyonce. Like it sounds like Beyonce, but like not the Beyonce that I am most familiar with because I I really mm. only interact mm-hmm. with a lot of her later stuff. Anyway, so back to black is. This is a quote from Mimi. Black to black is when you finished a relationship and you go back to what's comfortable for you. My ex went back to his girl ex-girlfriend and I went back to drinking in dark times. I had never felt the way I feel about him with any, when anyone in my life. It was very cathartic because I felt terrible about the way we treated each other. I thought we'd never see each other again. He laughs about it now. He's like, what do you mean you thought we'd never see each other again? We love each other. We've always loved each other, but I don't think it's funny. I wanted to die. And this track has been like used up and down through all kinds of soundtracks. It's good. Sweet Amy. I know. R. And R. Mark Ronson talked about, there was a whole blip about like him talking about writing this. This is the first track they wrote together. Like they worked on together. And he said it was like amazing. And he, she wasn't really like keen on him. She thought he was going to be some old phony man. And he was like, just let me know. Like they like played around with something and like played some old music that she was inspired by. And like, that's how the sound came to be. You know what I think about? often is that Adele and Amy were in school together like they went to that performing arts, arts academy yeah. yeah everyone goes there Isn't the big deal. so wild I forgot to mention literally in school together the one the when the boys and girls um sorry the hold on song popped off initially because Adele tweeted about it it was like this song culture creator yeah bops all around of course it's a bops all around uh, we're gonna we're changing the mood in a positive swing. We just came out of some darkness, and we're gonna go into the light. This Beyonce song? Oh, it's not the only one. Though. It's not the only one in the top. But this one. is in the top ten. Yeah. I don't know about that. I'm a single lingo. I'm a single lingo. This is always the coolest part of this song to me. Whenever they start laying the vocals at the end, it makes me very happy. Also, this song is very satisfying to see performed live. I'm not even going to say Wow, the privilege. It is. It has nothing to do with how close I was. I just went. I didn't even bring that up. You just did. I just mean how many people on this planet have seen Beyonce? Not that many. You've seen Homecoming. She performed on Homecoming. You are the worst. Anyway, this is number three. Single ladies, single ladies put a ring number on Number three? By Beyonce. I know. I would not have chosen this song. No. The Beyonce not. representation. Also. In the top ten? And anyway, let me tell. Well, they explain why they think it's more iconic than the other song that's on the the pool of HMs. I mean, <laughs> get fucked. Okay. <laughs> this is a single from Beyonce's third studio album. I am Sasha Fierce, and you have to put the pause you because really there is There's ellipses. A <laughs> it was released as a double A side with "If I Were a Boy" to showcase Which the I contrast. Loved. 
Love that from Beyonce to her aggressive onstage alter ego, Sasha Fierce. When I have to tell you this, because I was not, I did not partake in Beyonce culture at this time. I did not understand what was going on. It was like one of those things where like, I was like vaguely aware that I was supposed to know what story was happening with Beyonce. And I think it was like the vaguest of concepts that they based the album off of. But the way I understand it is all the upbeat tracks are on one one part of the album because it was released into like two sides and then all of the slow songs are on the Beyonce side. I think so. Uh, I found the whole thing to be quite cringy like at the time that it was happening. Well, it, I think it is. And I mean, I liked the singles. I don't know that I ever listened to that full length completely. I think I might have maybe once or twice. I bought four. Uh, I would say whenever I was like getting ready to go to the Beyonce concert and I was trying to learn some of the back catalog. So I wasn't like completely back, like off my guard whenever the song would start. I think that I didn't like this album was probably like one of the lesser interesting ones to me. Okay. So it was, um, this is exploring the man, a man's unwillingness to propose or commit. This song won three Grammy awards in 2010 song of the year being one of them. It topped the Hot 100 for four non-consecutive weeks and was certified quadruple platinum by the IRIAA. In 2009, globally, it was the seventh best digital selling single with 6.1 million copies sold, becoming one of the best singles of all time. The song is written by Beyonce, Tricky Stewart, The Dream, Thaddeus Harrell, and produced by Stewart, Nash, and Beyonce. So, Beyonce at this time was keeping her secret marriage to Jay-Z under wraps. And while she was recording the song, she, like, noted the irony of being someone who was literally singing a song about this. And essentially, like, I, I would assume that people would be like, assume that, that this is a problem for them. If right. She went so far as to remove her, her wedding band when she was recording the song. Well, they have tattoos anyway, but... I don't know. That's what Beyonce. That's what I don't know why I know this about them, but I do know for a fact that they each have tattoos. So Rolling Stone named it one of the named it the best song of 2008 and 50 on their songs of the decade. And during the 2009 VMA, single ladies lost to Taylor Swift's "You Belong with Belong with Me" for the best female video category. During Taylor Swift's acceptance speech, Kanye West interrupted and basically said Beyonce was robbed. Later that evening, when Beyonce won a different award, she invited Swift to finish her speech. I do remember that. I was watching live, I think. Weirdly enough, I just happened to be. So I... That was so This was crazy. a weird time of music for me because I was like very into Lady Gaga at the time. So like I didn't care about any of this at the time. Right. I like didn't hate Beyonce, but I definitely in- had some hate towards Taylor Swift at the time. So I kind of was like kind of funny <laughs> like i kind of was like into like that it happened but it is gross it it's very good yeah when it, watching it in real time it's yeah. like oh like i think everybody knows that beyonce, beyonce should... deserved it however it is not your place right well it's it's sad that uh 10 years later we're still beyonce should have won it's still a thing though not about the videos but like beyonce has been snubbed many like record of the years because racism and misogyny and just so many things whenever she has literally put out like the most high concept unique music things that we have had ever i would agree so that's on the grammys but again the grammys are on their way out it seems oh yeah 
they're completely irrelevant. This is the cheapest music video that Beyonce has ever done and the least time consuming video, but has become her most iconic. And Beyonce like kind of rolls her eyes at that. Like she said that in an interview. She was like, can you believe that this this is the one? This is it. I roll my eyes at that. But when when you hit culture at the right time and the right moment. Yeah. This is, uh, again, we we already kind of touched on this. Not my favorite Beyonce song. Not even close. Not, no. Am I still going to bop it? I am. Well, yeah. Yeah. But um, I assume you have picked one of the other songs. No, I didn't. I left it open. You don't need to leave things open for me on a list full of women because I was like, uh, I was leaving things open for you because I was like, I don't need to pick that because <laughs> Tiffany will. Well, I feel like it goes without saying. We could play some of it regardless yeah. because it needs to be said that Formation is one of the honorable mentions that are featured later on the, lead, yeah. on the list, I'm guessing. Hence my confusion that this was like included. Formation was like in the top. 30 at least it wasn't it just like wasn't in the top that is such an important also i would have argued like cranes in the sky is like number 11 from solange and i was like pretty pissed that it like just wasn't in the top 10 i don't know how you'll feel about this song okay let's just wait what number are we up to number two Two? okay yeah oh i love this song (laughs) why is this number two though right what do you mean i don't know this song managed to creep into popular culture for no reason in 2003. Yeah, okay. And I'm I, like, yeah, all right. Wait, also, what year did Rock Band come out? It was on Rock Band much later than it. Like, <laughs> the, <laughs> the original Rock Band. song was the song that made me cry and sent me last night whenever I was putting my notes together I was like I have really? not touched out on this oh, that makes sense oh yeah rock band came out in 2009 so this is a single from their debut full-length album fever to tell in 2003 the song is about the relationship between the liars frontman Angus Andrew and Karen O mm-hmm. uh, the yeah 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 in case you didn't know did I say this is maps by yeah 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 I don't know there you go. I just said it for you. In case you weren't did. sure. In the video, Karen's crying is not staged. They were real tears. My boyfriend at the time, Angus Andrew, was supposed to come to the shoot. He was three hours late and I was just about to leave for tour. I didn't think he was ever going to come. And this was the song that was written for him. He eventually showed up and I got myself in a real emotional state. And this music video, I like remember it being on MTV. And this doesn't feel like something that should have like touched popular culture the way it did. I would agree with that, especially in 2003. Yeah. And I remember thinking at the time that I was like, this is for me, but I don't know why or how yet. Because mm-hmm. I didn't, I like connected with it. And I remember watching the music video being like, yes, but I don't. But know. why? Yeah, yeah. Yes, but why? 
exactly but definitely yes i have never really taken a deep dive into the yeah yeah yeah's but i and i there are some songs that i love from them but like i only know like those songs so i would i think they're probably worth my time to like sink my teeth into sink my teeth into i feel like at one point or another i weaved in and out but maps is rumored to stand for my angus please stay yeah that sucks to have to perform this this was voted the best alternative love song of all time by nme in 2009 and you can hear a riff of the guitar at the end on kelly clarkson's since you've been gone and karen did not much care for that it's that that's at the end of oh yeah Yeah. that makes sense i hear that and macy gray did a really wild cover of this song for her cover album and i have to play this for you do it I like want to like Macy Gray, but this is this is so wild. I'm already mad. <laughs> like I'm already mad. <laughs> I'm annoyed. No. <laughs> This hurts. This hurts me. <laughs> and the tempo randomly picks up for the rest of the song. The, random, the tempo will just get faster and faster on this track. It's so wild. I hate it so much. It's, it's, I cannot believe how much I hated that. But for the OG maps, I'm going to bop. I bop. Okay, it's the time in the show where we come to honorable mentions. And this is going to be a rootness toot this time, I feel. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm pa- here, here. Pass. passing it so gently. But we really had a time selecting these. Oh, baby. It is a delay. I like how you tried to swipe up. Uh, oh, wait. I think we're okay. I tried to just face it towards you. No. <laughs> wow. Okay. This is my first choice. against me yeah I thought that they had a good shot of making it to your own mention what is this song called it has a crazy name this is transgender dysphoria blues by against So if it stops, just, I'm sorry. I, 
I like never much interacted with Against Me. They're wonderful. That song in particular makes me cry. I do I do remember them coming out. There's a great cover of that song with Miley Cyrus. Like a, a great version. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Miley know, Cyrus and Laura Jane Grace are like buds. One, that's amazing. I, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm having some issues with this because when I say I have like, I had a small list and then I had to delete some from the list and I still have a small list. Do you know what I mean? Like, I do. I didn't record so. everything I could record. I had to really soul I, search within my body. So I, why don't we do four? Okay. Cause I feel like, okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. And then of course, neither one of us have to pick formation because you all need to know that formation is on the rest of the list. Okay. But we're not going to pick it. All right. So I'm going to start off with, no. Okay. I, okay. I'm going to try to talk about people we'll never get to talk about again in other capacities. So. This is my first honorable mention. I feel like I'm making a mistake, but I'm, I'm not. Conviction. Oh, I know this. This is Mitski. Mm-hmm. This is really good. This is <laughs> so good. Your mother wouldn't approve of how my mother raised me, but I do, I think I do. This chorus pops off. This song builds so beautiful. And then by the end, you're like, what happened? How did we get here? I'm like always out of breath when this song's over. Not because I'm singing along. I just feel like I've run a marathon. It is. Here it comes. Wow, this chorus starts real deep into this song. I just figured this might be the only time I get to talk about Mitski. I mean, I'm sure I'll make other ways, but I figured this was like a list way to make me do it. To know for sure. Yeah. Should I try again? Go ahead and try that again. There we go. Well, now you know what this is. I don't know what this is. You don't know what this is? If you save yourself from marriage, you're a oh, is this Casey yeah. Musgraves? I, I'm not going to lie. I really have only interacted with the most recent album, like Golden Hour. Oh, I 
she's great. When that found me, it hit real hard. It's good. To Casey Buskers, the way we are, the technical difficulties we it's are having, it is out of control. And I keep waiting to see what you're going to play in case I like have it on my like short list. But I don't think you'll have this one on your short list. But also, I really, this was like the first one I picked. And it was like, obviously, I'm, of course. I picked the most important one first. It sounds really weird. Forgive the kids, for they don't know how to live. Run the alleys, casually, This. this is cruel by St. Vincent. Of course it is. They could take or leave, so they took you and then they left you. supposed to see saint vincent in 2012 i went to that concert and i didn't go it was so good okay i don't know why i didn't saint vincent's a very important artist to me it makes me sad that like she does not appear in top 10s or billboard Hot 100. she's very revered critically so it's like not a real Same problem thing, yeah. but like does not get the it slaps due. everything she's done is like really i'm wearing a saint vincent t-shirt today. you are right now right in this moment right the second you sure are i'm wearing a, uh it's from the new album i'm very excited okay here we go trying to pass i'm trying to unlock it now we're so good yeah yeah I was kind of wondering if you were gonna pick this. Bitch better have my money. Y'all should know me well enough. I fucking love this song. So funny. This song came out when I was like real into Pure Bar, and the one instructor loved this song, and she would try to sneak it onto playlists where they. Your bar would make the playlist. So you had to do the pre-approved uh, playlist. She would slide this in all the fucking time. It made me so happy. She always did it at the part of the, the routine at the time where you would like pump the air. I love that. I remember when this song dropped. And white people were like, excuse me. I... And I was like, oh, this is actually the Rihanna culture that I would like to partake in. This is just a single. Not even on an album. Not an album. Not even on an album. We have to get to the next part. Bitch better have my money. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm so glad we did this list. I'll just keep going. And I don't want to do that to everybody. I love that song so much. <sighs> oh, we have two. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> okay i'm picking this this person's not a good person this person's not a good person i know that but this song really took me someplace in 2012 is this the song that i think it's gonna be is this grimes oh no grimes came to me like in 2017 fair but this person also is very bad <laughs> oh is this azalea banks hey i can be the answer I'm ready to dance when I vamp up And when I hit that dip, get your camera You can see I've been that bitch since the pampa And that I am that young sister beacon The bitch who wants to compete in I can freaking fit that pump with the beeping You know what your bitch become when her weaving I just wanna sip that punch with your peeps and Sit in that lunch if you're treating Kick it with your bitch who come from Parisian She know where I get mine from and the season Now she wanna lick my plum in the evening I fit that tongue tongue to deepen I guess that can't get any in I guess that can't get any in this always really tickled me. I was in the 212 with Don't you? Word to who made ya? I'm a rude bitch. What are you made up of? I'm eating your food up, boo. I could bust your eight. I'm a 212. Fuck you, gun do. Ah, man. What a period piece. But yes, that song. It's very much a mo mood. I love that like TikTok Gen Z. They they also feel the same way about Azalea. They're like, this is good, but this is Too also bad. bad. Yes. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> there I also like there was a brief moment where it's like on Azalea Banks TikTok, which was only it, the content was exclusively like this. Azalea Banks, isn't she great? Yeah, she like raps over house beats. No, she doesn't have social media. No, she, did she kill a cat and eat it? No. Didn't do that. No, she didn't lock herself in a closet with like dead chickens. It's so dark. It's, it's like, so sad when someone like truly needs help. Also, they're so talented. It's like it's it hurts because I feel like Kanye West is like the same boat. Truly oh, out there. Absolutely. And I would say in both cases, it is very likely that they're just gone, lost to the sea as far as anyone else can be concerned. Like. It's just what it is at this point. It is. Like, but I remember there was like a controversy with like Lazy J who made the beat where she like took it because she was like kind of just like a, a SoundCloud rapper at the time. I don't think it was SoundCloud, but like, you know, something similar. Sure. And it was really hard. To, the song like it took forever to get released as a single, even though it had like lived in the internet. The ether. Yeah. yeah. I do. I, I own that song. So I will go to my iTunes to play it. I mean, lot. at that point. Yeah. yeah. Okay, ready? Wait. Okay. Are we on number four? Yeah, this is my last one. I'm trying to remember which version I prefer, though. Oh, versions. Fuck. It sounds weird. It I does, but it might be the bass. It, okay. See, it looks, you see how it's only playing the upper half of the wave? Yeah. 
But sorry about the quality. We'll try to fix it before the last song. Yeah, we're definitely missing stuff. Yeah. Does she love you better than I can? It didn't do anything. Some big black sky over my town. <laughs> I know where you at. I hope she's around. Yeah, I know. Just gotta see it for myself. I'm in the corner watching you kiss her. Oh, I'm right over here. Why can't you see me? Oh, I'm giving it my Honestly, one of the best pop songs of all time. Oh, 100%. I think like... Like, I... On general list, this is typically on people's top. I don't understand how you create such masterpieces because Robin's catalog is, has it. It's... Yeah, there's so much there. Oh, like from the get. But that's... Huh? I was just like alone in standing that song. It was like 20 uh early. It was like 10 2010s ish. Yeah. And I'm just like on the incline listening to Body Talk over and over and over again. <laughs> okay, I'm going to pull this out to try to get the sound back. He's so nice of you to join us in the middle of this track. We are clearly struggling to make it happen today. But we both mentioned that we had Janelle Monet tightrope on both of our short lists. So, this is Cranes in the Sky by Solange, in case you're not in the know. Just harmonies that she does on her stuff is beautiful. beautiful. I love it. This whole album, though, it's I can see the album artwork mm -hmm. from where I'm sitting. So so good. Uh, Stunting. Are you ready for the number one song by Probably Women in the 21st Century? Um. We've talked a lot about this artist recently, but interesting. Song still does something for me. I haven't a foggy clue who it could be. Oh. <laughs> Oof. Oof. 
<laughs> the way Tiffany is like vibing to this song with an uncomfortable face. Oh, it feels so bad. <laughs> if recent events weren't a thing, like in 2018, this makes a lot of sense. Oh, yeah. I mean, it still makes a lot of sense. This really, it did change the game. You picked up on that nuance. Of course well. I did. There's a, a song off of that record, I believe, called Mango Pickle Down. And she has all these little kids rap on it with her. And it is so fire. Okay. This is written and produced by MIA and Diplo. The mm. song features an interpolation of the clashes straight to hell. Um, so it gives them song credits as well. This is inspired by MIA's problems obtaining a visa and satirizing American perceptions of immigrants from third world nations. This is the third singer single off of Kala. And of course, this is MIA's biggest commercial success. I would say probably Bad Girls is number two. Oh, yeah. Which made my short list. But I was like, we're already going to talk about her. So I don't need to do it twice. But Bad Girls. Bad Girls goes off. MIA was mad that MTV censored the gunshots and the weed references when the video played on their channel. I don't know how much control MTV really has over that. But, I mean, they are just noises. So you can, well, the weed. But Ooh. I just, if it stops, then that's fine, Why too. does your phone hate women? <laughs> It's the cord, the pink cord that we use to plug it in. That's Why the does that cord hate women? So the unexpected success of paper planes paralleling MIA's condemnations of the Sri Lankan government acts of genocide against the Tamils, with whom MIA shares ethnic and cultural backgrounds, generated accusations of her supporting terrorism. Jesus <laughs> Fucking Christ. What a leap. Get so, fucked. Give me a break. MIA actually wanted to work with Timbaland for this album and her application for a long term work. <laughs> Hearing myself delayed is so trippy. I cannot read. I could not hate it more. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Okay. Um, sorry, Timbaland. Okay, so she was rejected because of her family's alleged connection to the Tamil gorillas, commonly known as the Tamil tigers, 
a claim that MIA denied. This leap was like, this is a post 9-11 story. If you've I ever know. Heard you one. really just don't want to let her in this country. Uh, this was nominated for Record of the Year. And this song was finished in one take. MIA didn't care much to pay attention to her singing. And she invited street kids to come in across Brixton to sing the song's chorus. And thus, we ended up with Paper Planes. Damn. I'm not going to lie. I still seek this song out to listen to. I don't think I've listened to this in a long time. But I will bop it. I know you have more. I'll bop it. It's a problematic bop. Problematic. But I have also full chest sang Kanye West on this podcast. So I cannot (laughs) act as though I am above such a thing. But. I mean, I was in MIA, into MIA, like, while it was happening, and it was so, it felt so good. Like, this is, I really like the Maya album. It's, it's a very of my era type yes. of album. And so, like, it's like, and I love Sleigh Bells, and on Maya, there's, like, a Sleigh Bells riff, because mm-hmm. uh, Derek had worked with her, and it's just, like, tickling my balls. It's just, like, you like this? Oh, here, have some more. Yeah, I'm like, bum, 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 and I just feel so good. God, mm. I love sleigh bells. That's someone I should try to work into it. <laughs> into I'm sure there's a way. Yeah. Uh, so I feel really good about having talked about women for an hour. I do too. What do you all think of this list? What do you think? Yeah. I would love to hear. I will link. Thoughts in the show notes the the list so you can actually go read what NPR had to say but I just I like couldn't with men and I was just like I don't want to talk about them today. get fucked and then we went on we went on a ride but we got to touch a lot of we did that was pretty fun I liked that because sometimes it's just like when we pick a top 10 it's like this sounds like it came from the year 2001 <laughs> very <just> that <laughs> we got it we got a fan love that for us well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thanks for subscribing. <laughs> Remember, you deserve this. You deserve this. See you next time. Bye. 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 Red Comet.